0: Principal Matters podcast, episode 34. Guess what? It's a great big world out there, and you don't have to be scared, because it's all yours for the taking, I know. Dreams are big and bright, and God gave you this life to do crazy things. Hi, Principal Matters listeners. This is William D. Parker, welcoming you to another episode of Principal Matters Podcast, the school leaders podcast, where each week I bring you episodes so that you can have innovative, inspiring, and imaginative ideas for improving your school leadership. This week I want to talk about how to avoid making wrong decisions. We just launched a new school year with our uh, at our school and I'm so excited. I am uh, the high school principal at Sky Duke High School near Tulsa, Oklahoma. and uh, I would like to invite you if you want free resources for, um, and ideas to check out my website at Williamdparker.com. Uh, if you subscribe for my weekly updates, I'll send you a free ebook called Eight Hats Essential Roles for School Leaders or you can check out my book at Amazon. Called Principal Matters The Motivation, Action, and Courage Needed for School Leadership. This week, I wanted to start off with a, a funny story about a misjudgment that someone made. I, I had some friends, a couple from a neighboring district who both were teachers, and they lived right across the street from a man who never seemed to go to work. Uh, during their breaks from school, the neighbor always seemed to be home, and they would usually see him in cutoffs or working in his yard. And they began to suspect that the man was unemployed. Before long, they had constructed this entire narrative, imagining the sad times that he must have led and the disappointing times in his life that had brought him to this point. And one day, the district where they were teaching was holding a very large professional development training, and they were sitting in a room when they looked up and surprisingly saw the neighbor man. He was wearing a suit, Uh, In a tie. And when they asked around, they discovered that he was actually the principal of one of the schools in their district. And it suddenly dawned on them as they began to laugh that their neighbor man was home all the time because they shared the same schedule and they had the same breaks. He was never seen going to work because neither were they at that time. And he very likely may have thought that they were unemployed as well. As funny as that story is, sometimes our misjudgments Can be way more serious. I remember one year when I was working at a different school district, I was investigating a theft and had a surveillance camera that had recorded some students stealing items from a locker in the evening. It was dark and I could make out their figures and see some of them more clearly. And so as I started investigating, I actually had mistaken one of the girls on the camera for someone else. I had brought this girl into my office and after a lot of questions and lots of tearful responses, I began to go back and look at the tape again and I realized I had the wrong girl. I felt horrible when I reached out to her parents. I gave the most sincere apology that I could possibly think of, and she forgave me, and so did they, um, when they realized that my main goal was trying to keep students safe. But I still felt horrible for having an innocent student question for something that ended up being the fault of someone else that she resembled. Sometimes situations like that are are unavoidable. Sometimes we just simply make mistakes, but it doesn't change the fact that what we see isn't always the full picture, and so I want to give you some suggestions on ways that you can try to make the right judgments in situations. I have spent the last 12 years in school administration, and I've had lots of opportunities to look into situations or to, um, to make decisions, and often in school leadership, just like you, I'm confronted with multiple tasks or demands or choices or requests all at the same time. And while keeping that in mind, that we'll never do it perfectly, let me give you six suggestions that could minimize the risk of seriously misjudging a situation for today. So here we go. Number one, be willing to park a topic until you can give it attention that requires wise decision-making. Decisiveness is a defining mark of leadership, but sometimes decisions require you time to stop and deliberate and gather information first. So don't be afraid to put something aside. I've heard calling it putting it in the parking lot till you can concentrate on a best approach forward. The the risk of rushing into hasty decisions is sometimes greater than the risk of giving yourself a little extra time to think through outcomes. So sometimes just be willing to pause and think. Number two, trust others for feedback so that you're not relying on your own judgment. You are not in this alone, and chances are good that someone else has gone through a similar situation that you're facing, even if it seems impossible that someone could have faced this before. So don't be afraid to reach out to other leaders on your team or someone in your district or even someone in another place that shares the same role that you do to get some feedback. There's wisdom in seeking counsel from others that you trust. Uh, in my own experience, I've, I've been on fantastic teams of people that I can trust, in my own building and even in my district leadership so reach out and trust others to help guide your decisions too number 3 deal with what you know not what you don't know you cannot read minds and i often like to remind myself and even sometimes when i'm dealing with other people that i'm not god and i have to accept that i can only work with what i know what i actually know not what i suspect or not what i i think may have happened but simply what i know so often We want quick solutions, so we're tempted to cut corners. But we have to make decisions based on what's true. And good leadership means following the truth while at the same time listening to your instincts. But if you don't base your decisions on what you actually know, you can't support or defend them. So listen closely, but deal with what you know. Number four, accept your mistakes and then move on. If you do make a decision that turns out to be misguided, do not beat yourself up. It is mathematically impossible to always make perfect decisions. It is humanly impossible to always make perfect decisions. So if you mess up, admit it and apologize and do your due diligence to correct the mistake where you can. And more importantly, remember that lesson for the times ahead and future decisions so that you don't make that same mistake twice. Number five. Gather as much data, information, and feedback as possible before you make a major decision. I know this sounds a lot like number one, where you park a topic to give it careful attention. But for number five, I'm, I'm simply trying to remind you that it's important. Write down the things that you're trying to investigate or understand. And so I think it's really important when someone's trying to give you lots of good feedback, maybe it's a student disciplinary situation, have the student write down narratives of what they're trying to explain to you. Have witnesses write down narratives of what they're trying to explain to you. Write down yourself information that you're trying to gather in a meeting or with a team so that you have that information in front of you where you can see it. This will give you time to think through specifics and allow you to document the, 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 the thoughts that are in your mind. And you can refer to these later when you're trying to make the decisions on next steps. Number six, act decisively and courageously once you are equipped to do so. Once you arrive at a solid decision, then do what's right. And this is where good policies can support you. If you have good policies and procedures spelled out ahead of time, then be as consistent as you can in implementing them based on the information that you've gathered. And realize that even with good policies, you've you've got to remember that right decisions can still require courage. You might have the policy, but you still have to use the courage to employ it, especially in situations that require very serious consequences. You can expect that not everyone will be pleased with you, and that's okay. You have to learn to live with some people approving and some people disapproving. That is a part of leadership, and it's also a part of life. Usually, when you practice the steps of acting decisively and courageously once you have all the information, Usually when you practice those steps, you've increased the likelihood that others will be led by your decisions well. Not always, but you've increased the likelihood. So let's wrap this up. At the end of the day, you need to be comfortable that you've done your best in making right calls, but, but you can minimize the risk of misjudging situations by avoiding hasty decisions, by trusting others for feedback, by dealing with the facts as you know them, by owning your mistakes if you make them, by gathering as much information as possible and then acting decisively and with courage. So now it's your turn. What are some other suggestions that you have for calling it right, even when you're the decision maker? Why don't you share those with the rest of us? As you're starting your school year, I just wanna encourage you to think about the fact that taking your time to make decisions is so worth it. Let me end with another personal story. One year when we were starting school, we were just at the beginning of launching a great year when an assistant principal and I discovered that there was a very serious disciplinary situation that had happened right at the end of the first day of school. We spent three hours after school that day gathering information, investigating, looking into scenarios, and following up the next day with multiple interviews with witnesses over a scenario that had happened that was going to require long-term out-of-school discipline. It was not a fun way to start school. But even when you are in the beginning of the school year, or maybe two weeks in, or maybe a month in, or maybe a semester in, you're never going to stop running into the times where you have to pause from the things you love most to do the things that require hard work and tough decisions. So, Keep those ideas in mind that I shared with you. So let me repeat those one more time. If you want to avoid making the wrong decisions or at least minimize the risk, number one, be willing to park a topic and give it the attention it needs before you make that decision. Number two, trust others for feedback so you're not relying on your own judgment. Number three, deal with what you know, not with what you don't know. Number four, accept when you make mistakes and move on. Number five, gather as much data, information, and feedback before you make that decision. And number six, act decisively and courageously once you're equipped to do so. I hope that you have a fantastic week. And if you have time to come to my website at williamdparker.com, I'd love to hear from you and to see some comments from you on ways of making great decisions. And if you will share this podcast out with others and this blog post out with others or tweet it out, you can find me at Twitter at at William DP. I'd love to hear from you. Love to connect. Thanks, and I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Don't forget this week that your school leadership is so important because what you do